Hello and welcome to the Thursday show here on the Frontline Gaming Network. My name is Paul Murphy, your host. I'm joined by Adam Camilleri. Hello. And Dustin Hinshaw. Hello. Welcome, everyone. This is the live show where we run down the tournaments coming up over the weekend. We're going to tell you what kind of meta you can expect there, the list you're going to see, the faction breakdown, and some of the list. I think some of you can already call it. Like, what do you what do you think we're going to see? What we're going to talk about? We're also going to be talking about things how to beat that kind of stuff. Uh, this is a weekly show where we, we talk about all these types of things, the players, the top players in attendance at events, the events themselves, the culture of tournaments. Welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. Three events, one in Heartland Europe, one in the UK, and one in uh, the US. So we also had some we, we had some we had some weird events all over the world today. I was gonna I was gonna grab an event from South Africa, which we want to do every time they run up, but unfortunately, I didn't have the lists live. So yeah, hey, it it happens. It happens. But before we get going, though, I want to make sure to let people know that the ticket for the Atlantic City Open, put on by the Frontline Gaming Network guys, is uh, tickets are open and available for purchase right now. Uh, East Coast, what's up? June 10th to the 12th at Harris Resort Casino in Atlantic City. Get your tickets now. Check it out. Uh, put it on your calendar as something you do not want to miss. FLG was t- when they first uh, announced the ACO. FLG was tipping that to become possibly their second biggest event within a couple of years. So I would not be surprised if that thing is crushing it numbers wise pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't don't wait. Don't wait. If you even think about it, you got to get a ticket. <laughs> That's we, right. We are going to be talking about the Free State GT, uh, Copenhammer Three, and Last of Summer Winehammer Two. Look at these sequels. It's like something from the 80s. That means they got some, they got some, you know, story building, got some legacy building behind some of these ones. And we love to see that, especially I, I in really, the post-pandemic era. I really do like Copenhammer as a name, but we'll get there. We'll see if, uh, if it lives up to the hype. And at the end of the show, we have a segment we call the Flagger Repeto. We actually have no idea what the questions are this this week. Oh, uh, you right. don't want to miss it. It's a little bit of a palate cleanser as we get as we wind up the show later on. Hang with us. I did mention this is a live show, so some folks in the chat, uh, thanks for saying what's up. Uh, Izzy the Warpsmith and uh, Shira Popo, we've got some guesses on what factions we're going to see. Look at that. Prediction's done. We'll see if it's that simple uh, completely. <laughs> you know, I think that's a... a uh, a safe statement to make, but we'll see mm. if that pans out. Uh, but anybody that's playing at these uh, events over the weekend, um, you know, maybe if you're if you're listening in the chat, sound off of what you're taking. Happy St. Patrick's Day, boys! Oh yeah, got some green on. Yeah, me too. It's the Australian colors. This but is green, but green. you can't tell very well. I'm like green <laughs> from head green. to toe. I'm wearing this. I've got my work pajamas on. <laughs> work Actually, pajamas. Yeah. Is that is that the, the, the zoom the zoom well. uniform? <laughs> Well, hey, look, doesn't we believe you? It is green. You don't have to. You know. I'm big. I'm represented here. <laughs> nice. Well, I hope everyone, if you are celebrating, uh, celebrating irresponsibly. But let's get into it. So the first thing we're going to talk about is the Free State GT from Holton, Kansas. That's in the U.S. It's a 70 player event, five rounds. What are we going to see there? Let's have a look. See. Quick and dirty stats here. We got the Imperial Superfection with two Imperium, three Sisters, six Custodes, one Grey Knight, and two Imperial Knights. So nothing too surprising there. Although three Sisters is actually a little higher than I expected with the numbers mm. there. It's kind of nice to see. Uh, Space Marine Superfaction, two Dark Angels, three Space Wolves, one Blood Angel, two Black Templar, one Iron Hands. Chaos I just Superfection. saw... Oop. Go yeah, ahead. I just saw Wolf Priest, uh, Wolf Priest of course. up in chat. Wolf I'm Priest. sure they, uh, go, the, 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 the impending Space Wolf <laughs> spike there has, has summoned him. Never miss an opportunity. 
<laughs> chaos super faction three chaos soup one chaos base green one t sense two death guard one renegade knight pretty pretty clean uh, sweep there the chaos soup i'm curious of uh two necrons two orcs ten tau moving on hive hive mind <laughs> super factions three hive mind seven tyranids one gsc Lots of Tyranids. Wow. Mm-hmm. Eldari Superfaction, two mixed Eldari, two Drakari, one Harlequin, and five Asuriani. So that makes a faction podium 10 Tau, and then seven Tyranids, mm-hmm. and Custodes in third with six. There's no no what real like, Golden Cliff this time, except for like everybody mm-hmm. else other than well, off the podium. What is that, 13% Tau? Yeah. Yep. So in five, <laughs> in five games... It's it's gonna happen. Like it's you're just gonna play Tau. Um like yeah. You got you uh, have to have a Tau strategy. You absolutely you have to. Have to. A, a you absolutely in singles, uh, you have to the strategy you, the strategy could be just, you know, get a beer and call it, but that shouldn't be you gotta be ready to fight them. Come on, play these guys. You can beat them. Everybody test your can theories. Beat them. They're gonna test be around theories, for a yeah. while. Even if they take a couple of hits nerf wise, they're gonna be a powerhouse. Get something in your list that makes mm-hmm. closes the gap as far as you there can. There are answers. There are answers. Mm. Artemis Steve says, uh, sound, uh, saying what's up from south of the border. Missed us last week. That's right. We really apologize for missing last week. Sometimes some technical issues happen, uh, and we, we, we miss it too. Uh, we, we will we, try our best to have that never So happen much again. so that Thanks we still like, recorded the next day. Yes, we, we did. Do it live. Yeah. The is podcast is out there in the ether, should you wish. It's a good show. Jump on it. Um, but so for the top players in attendance, this was a kind of an interesting one because this naturally like uh, this week is the first week that the Eldar Codex is in full effect. Um, and the Eldari breakdown, the two mixed Eldari, two Drakari, only single Harlequin, I thought was quite interesting. And then Asurani picking up the slack there and being half of that super faction in effect. Uh, it's funny that I've got eight there when in fact there is 10. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Math is not Adam Strong, so it's okay. Sh- yeah, it, it happens. Uh, but what? No, but how that works sometimes is that people don't list factions, and then I go through, I do all the stats the first time around, and then if I feel like I've got time when I finish the entire show, I go back and look at the people who didn't list factions and put those stats in as well. So that means at least two. That means two of the people from the Eldar Super Faction didn't list their faction, and I forgot to update the total at the end. Um, well, for well shame. It, it's a good thing he 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 changed the the back end, so you guys can't see that, but he did he did actually change it. Yeah, I'm he's, just. He's it's right now, everyone. It's, it's giving right me the, now. The finger <laughs> flick for not listening. You know, someone action. was sitting in their car at a red light, be like, one, two. <laughs> that's not eight. That's not it. Eight. <laughs> um, so top players in attendance. Naturally, we are still in the first couple of months of this new season. So I'm looking at interesting lists, things that will give us an insight into what the meta is, especially new factions that have just gotten books. What are their lists looking like? So the first one I picked out was Tim Royers. He's playing Asurani. He's playing Uthway. I picked this one out because I feel like this is a great starting point for what we can expect from a single battalion um, uh, uh, Asurani build. Interesting that he took a battalion Italian as well, and that leads me to believe that he's uh, that Tim's doing more of an experiment, experimentation sort of things. Wants more CP to play with the the, the huge suite of stratagems available to Eldar. There, there are and choices what here, he lo- yeah, and I, see which what I he do loves. consider mm. a little exploratory. Exactly right. So starts off with Eldrad, Farseer Skyrunner, 10 Guardians, 2 to 5 Rangers, making up the compulsory slots, 5 Banshees, 2 times 5 Striking Scorpion, 6 Wraithblades, which I can tell you are sword and board. Or Experimental back- choice, 1. Exactly right. Um, <laughs> whoops, uh, 5 Warp Spiders, um, 2 Night Spinners, 3 D-Cannon Platforms, a single squadron of 3, rather. Experimental choice, 2. <laughs> and then 2 Wave Serpents. Now, 
there are a lot of reasons that I think the Wraith Blades make sense in this one, but what do you guys think of that choice? Or, or And the list as a whole? Well, as Paul was saying, I like being able to test a lot of the stuff in tournament settings because just t- testing in your local local game store is one way. You got to start there, but you have to bring it into the real thing. You got to bring it into the tournaments. You got to see how it plays out and you have to see how they kind of perform against a wider variety. Because a lot of the time when you're playing your, your lists in your local meta, you already kind of know what your opponents are planning and what their lists are. So you, you kind of already have it in your mind. And honestly, these things you're testing, are like, this will be good into my meta. So you have to mm. go into the tournament scene to do that. And I, I actually really like testing these. I don't... I don't know if they're worthwhile, but I'm curious to see if they are. Like, I would, I want to see how he does. There's like one transport short here uh, of I think really mm. kind of figure figure this out, and that's probably where it could be a could be a hobby choice, could be the you know chasing out those options or whatever. But the wraith blades can go in the wave serpent. Striking scorpions can go in the other wave serpent. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, do, everything else. Can anybody know if wraith blades take up two? They take, I'm pretty they, sure they take up two. Yeah, yeah so they, they take, up, they take yeah. up the entirety of one wave serpent. Then you can get the the banshees and one of the scorpions in the other one, maybe with Eldrad as well, but probably not. Um, I like the I like the kind of this is this is well rounded. It doesn't feel like it has a phenomenal amount of tools, but what it ha- has is just good stuff, right? Um, yeah. The wraith well, blades uh, for. I will say though, real quick though, is that uh, mm-hmm. one of the things that I've heard from from people that are trying to figure out what that that craft world list is is that they are. Um in their mind anyway, coming uh, having trouble coming to grips with what they can trade. You know, part mm. of this game is trading off and you, you seem to not really have anything that you want to sacrifice out of these craft worlds lists. Now, they're Agreed. a lot more durable than they seem, by the way, with battle focus and being yep. able to, you know, d- mm. d- deploy differently and whatever. But, you know, that that's that's an issue that people are trying to come to grips with. I'm a big fan of um, a single unit of Wraith Blades in uh, Orthway because you have the extra manipulation of Fate Dice. You have um, a g- better psychic in Eldrad, you get to reroll a lot of his tests and stuff, and so mm-hmm. it just gives you better ability to buff them up. And because you've got extra fake dice, you can just be like, uh, "Well, I've got a six hundred vulnerable save army wide. If I don't have the shields, and guess what? I've got extra fake dice to just auto pass at will when I need." Um, and it feels like it's the list where you only want one unit because you don't really want to spike in for a spirit seer or anything like that to give them that extra buff. It's more like they're they're a bit of a uh, a missile or a deterrent, one or the other. They never really kind of walk they can up. play goalie something fierce. I That's mean, because they yeah. Yeah. high yeah. high toughness a lot of wounds uh you it's very conceivable that you do not chew through them in one mm. round and then they exactly also right. and if you don't they also have the ability to fall back and still act you know it's yep and the other way they can do it is to be chucked in the in, a, in deep strike and then get an auto charge from reserve in some games because they just come down with an auto six you just go roll a three plus with a reroll on one that's dice. the other thing too that, that could be one of the reasons it might feel like there's a, a transport mm. short because if he gets that uh, fate dice he doesn't need to have one of those things in the transport. It's true. Right? It's absolutely true. All right, moving on to our second list. This is Bam Bam Hunter. Who is he from the Preferred Enemies? Or is he from Flying Monkey, I believe, is uh, where he resides. He's got a Forces of the Hive Mind list that I think will be right up your uh, alley, Dustin. He's got a Kronos Patrol and a Twisted Helix Battalion. The uh, patrol starts off as thus. He's got a Neurothrope, three Warriors, and six Hive Guard. Easy That's as you like. Nice perfect. package. Perfect. Um, then his battalion of Twisted Helix is a Kelomorph, a Magus, a Patriarch. Uh, I think it's five by five acolytes, and then one unit of ten acolytes. I know some of those five men have some hand flamers to get your exposed and crossfire markers for you easily, and then the ten men has some melee weapons. Eight aberrants, which is one of the oh, reasons I, like I wanted that. to un- 
Exactly. One of the reasons I wanted to unpack this one a little bit. Um, three units of 10 pure strains as well, just because. Mm-hmm. Um, one unit of four jackals and a goliath truck, assumingly to either slingshot pure strains or aberrants, depending on which you need. Dustin, give us the 411 on this. Well, I love it because this is exactly <laughs> the, 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 uh, the Chronos Patrol is the most cost efficient, like CP wise, way to run that patrol with the. With, with the GSC right now, it's it's perfect. Mm-hmm. But the Hive Guard just give you the long range shooting that you because you lose your crossfire token, you lose your yep. crossfire when you mix. So he's not going to have the kind of firepower that he would get from GSC. But Hive Guard just they make up for it in spades. So everything else mm-hmm. just run forward, do everything they need to do. And uh, the Twisted Helix is the perfect way, way to run it too because you get your plus one move, you get your plus one strength, you yep. get your exploding yep. or auto wounds on sixes. Like it's it's perfect. The only thing in here that is missing to me with eight aberrants is an abominant because the abominant rerolled everything to hit is a big deal for aberrants it makes the, it makes them twice as efficient and he's mm. actually not bad he's actually not bad why would you take aberrants in this meta do you think i, mean, I know some reasons but what do you think no I, I, aberrants are actually because the pure strains they they can they can threaten anything they can absolutely threaten anything but they do need to spike against the bigger things aberrants and eight of them can kill anything and they, they're also the industrial robots. They can get rerolls to wound for a CP against monsters and vehicles. They can get rerolled to hit if there's an abominant oh, near them. Which they're you will see a lot of those. Up, which we see a lot of those, vehicles. exactly. There's a lot of things that uh, you, you need those. Even those minuses to hit, then aberrants, they need that reroll. Because they hit on threes mm-hmm. with no, they're not core. So like a Primus doesn't help them or anything. And they only have two attacks. So they need to be efficient with those two attacks. Yeah. Um, just out of curiosity, are they one of the only units that you can, the infantry units that you can take that won't just auto die to air bursts as well? Uh, uh, yes. They still butt, yeah. get hurt by them with a butt. <laughs> yeah. Still, because there's, there's no uh, biophages in here, so they're not going to feel no pain. They're just going to have the five uh, up save. Are, are they there just there to absorb damage from all these little? Because uh, like to me, the, all the the five man squads look like super fragile, super perilous. To, they to are. They're, they're, they're just to trade for objectives to get those points. Like it, it's it's a style that I play. Like I always have lots of uh, min squads to do that. So you run them on, just steal an objective, and then you don't need to worry about them anymore. They're not. They're not there to survive. And a lot of the time, they're not there to do damage either. Like, are are they playing in secondary damage. choices here? Is, is this is this list like basically just playing into the secondaries? It, it'll auto yep. get. It'll auto get R and D. You can't really yep. stop it. Um, it'll auto. It'll auto get like twelve on engage. Um, uh, honestly, in most, you take stranglehold with this because you have you all take object bodies. Like just to steal yeah. something away, like I said, five men, forty-five point unit. I get stranglehold. There we go. Done. Mm. Next, yeah, next exactly turn, right. please. And <laughs> you clear, you clear all your opponent's objective holders with the hive guard. Yeah, early game. exactly. The hive guard, the hive guard, clear all that for you. They make it make mm. it easy for you to hold uh, the, the three and not have to overextend or anything. And to answer your question, Paul, the aberrants probably aren't there to take a hit. They are there to make hits. They are there to kill something. I actually oh. thought they're not bad in the custodies meta because that's they one are you very good in the custodes. Don't have in as as, um, as GSC. I mean, you do, but you gotta you gotta put a lot of points into your acolytes, which just don't do a yeah. damn thing against against Tau a lot of the time. Pro tip: you want to kill custodes with shooting as GSC. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you, because when you're doing that with you just die. and aberrants, though, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, it's true. Aberrants, so, aberrants actually are good into custodes because of the minus one damage. So the one damage mm-hmm. back, even though they won't have a yeah. save, they'll be able to tank a lot of it anyway. And oh, I mean, he's not shooting with them is, is what I'm saying. He's getting, oh, this, yeah. this, this list is moving forward. Like those 30 yeah. gene stealers, mm-hmm. eight aberrants, mm-hmm. you know, like stuff Ten is oculates. going to be in your face. 
Well, and, and like I was saying, outside of salvo launches, which don't get amazing return, they're, they're better than most, but like you talk about the, the bolters and stuff that are going to be winning on fives, doing one damage to an aberrant, you just don't care. Like, yep. and you, you can take a, they can take a charge from um, Virtus Praetors as well, which is yep. something that just about nothing else in the list can do. And, but still, they're not great. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, everybody, get your 30, get your muscle beach. No, 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 no. no. It, it, one squad of them, I, I, don't, I don't hate that. It's actually, I've, I've used them with uh, Abominance, and they are very dangerous. It, mm. It's very possible that this is just the list this individual wants to play. But, but it's also, it. yeah. you know, we know out there what the kings of the meta are at this moment. We see that. And players are, have to be asking themselves, how do I position myself for better performance? And mm -hmm. so we're going to see some list choices we don't necessarily understand. We're going to see units that on paper may not seem as efficient to us, but they may play really well into the matchups they're expecting. Oh, yeah, Perfect. Absolutely. Like I said, this is a great list, though. I love it. Moving on to the last of the list for this event, this is Tom Cohen. He's playing Imperial Knights. Now, I've been wanting to see an Imperial Knight list that I thought had made adequate adjustments post the um, points adjustment to McGarry's, making them a little bit unpalatable and kind of unbalancing that list because you used to get this beautiful homogeny of three McGarry's and uh, three to four, uh, take your pick, Moiraxes, um, War Dogs, or whatever there was, Chaos or Imperial. And I feel like this is, this is a list that I quite like for this meta or I like as much as I think I can like Knights at the moment. This is a House Raven's Super heavy detachment. It's got two units of two warglaives, uh, a unit of three Moiraxes, and a unit of two Moiraxes, all with lightning locks, which I think is mwah, plum, and a single Castellan with uh, all the defensive trimmings. And I think this is about where I like knights at the moment. I don't like three big knights anymore. No. Folks are going to see this list. They're going to be like, I got this no problem. They have forgotten <laughs> about the <laughs> devastation that Castellan can bring. Yeah, agreed. Well, the Castellan's there because it just dunks on crisis suits and custodies. Um, it'll pick up a unit of either of those shield drones, you know, uh, forgiving. But you have things like lightning locks, which just threaten everything in the game at the moment. Uh, the lightning lock profile is actually really good. You talk about something that's going to be good into Harlequins. You talk about something that doesn't need rerolls as well to be effective against both Harlequins and Tau. Um, and, oh, sorry, and Custodies. And then you talk about something that just has the right strength six minus two profile to go into all the toughness five chassis we're seeing at the moment, in addition to things like Void Weavers as well, um, with even their minus one to wound. You still get them on fours. Doesn't matter if you're minus one to hit. You still got the exploding sixes to make up for the deficit. It's they're not. I, I, I think they're where you want to be if you're a night player. Yeah, I think a castle is actually a really good choice right now. I I, I, I agree. This is this is the way to run it. Three, three big ones isn't the way. You need, I think, a castle and then... This is a good mix of the little ones, actually. Uh, I, like yeah, I just feel like Tau makes big knights feel so awful. Like, ah, oh, you got one do. unit. Of, we got one unit of broadsides and one unit of ion or plasma crisis suits, and I just, just get tabled. Just, man, just go first. Just go <laughs> first. <laughs> it's, it's easy solution. It's yeah, it's real iron initiative, man. But but the broadsides are infantry and will sit on the other side of a miscuring wall, and the crisis suits will be in reserve. So cool, you get to kill a devilfish turn one. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it feels real bad for the night player. Um, because the, the broadsides don't need to Didn't you infiltrate or, or, you know, outflank some of these knights too? You so, do, and then it costs you all your CP. But yeah, hey, you're right, you're right. if you keep it alive. Look, I, I'm, look, yeah, true, true, true. We no, are, but, we are yeah. talking, again, we're talking about like what the, the real situation is. And, and so you get, you know, looking at this, the Castellan does have this, and depending on the terrain, it could be, but you, you know, think, think a little bit ahead, maybe. Well, Maybe I just make like things the, a little bit better for yourself. I like the Castellan in here because it'll give Custodes players pause. It might do nothing to them. They might spike their four-up involves and you don't do anything. Well, they've got the minus one to hit banner or whatever. But um, just the fact that it can spike and wipe out a unit of whatever you've got, 
it feels really good to have in your list. And you're right. Some games, it's just going to be worth the CP to chuck it in reserve, so you just don't lose a turn one. Um, got to be right. real cagey with what you do have on the table, though. You gotta... yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you boys want to pick a winner? I mean, it's got 10 Tau in it, so we're not allowed to pick Tau, because that's probably what's going to well, happen. So the, the chat called out, is it really the... the um, the, Har- the lack of Harlequins here has to be a hobby lag thing. Has to be they have not. Who's got nobody that? owns nine void weavers? Who's got nine void weavers? Who had nine void weavers? Like maybe somebody had three void weavers. If there were Harlequins, die hard. So I had three. Why have you got three? You're I, like, I have what, Harlequins. What? I like them. Whatever. They're cool. You're just a hoe. But if you're a Harlequin player, you're, you can you know you build on your collection over time. I don't I don't know that you're gonna have. Uh, nine, but you are going to have you know you have some or whatever, but that, that has to be the reason we don't see more right now yeah. because they really play well into some of the stuff. So with that with that in mind, um, yeah, it's hard to pick a winner here that isn't Tau. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I'm still going to do it. It's easy for me. Me too. Bam Bam's got this. I like Bam Bam's list a lot. I was about to say the same thing. I like his list a lot. Do you know who I don't like it into though? I do not like his listing to tower that much, just because he's got so many MSU units that can all just go in one turn. But the pure strains will do work into tower. I mm, guarantee that's fair. you. That's fair. I Wait. will I will back one of the Asirani players. There's five Asirani players. We unpacked one okay. of their lists. I'll back Asirani to, to to win this over tower. They have the tools again because it's going to come down to you know I, I don't want to say they're a glass cannon. Uh, but the Asirani, they, you've got to really master that uh, those phases in between the phases, uh, and maybe we're going to see that. And I, I don't know that we've seen the best list unlocked yet. Nowhere near. That thing is deep yeah. and wacky, which is great. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Honest Warrior, we're good to see you in the chat. Nurgle Matt, uh, good to see you as well. Ad, uh, Adam Peters, uh, sorry, Gazagani, uh, New Jersey, NJ. Uh, yeah, I believe you mentioned that about the, the hobby lag on the Harlequins. And then mm. uh, Adam Peterson says, going to a grand tournament this weekend where there are 32 Void Weavers in Ugh. attendance uh, from six players. Six so, Harlequin players. Some some people that are motivated, motivated to try and, um, and take I'll it say, down. We'll see, how they, we'll see how they perform. I said it last week. I'll say it again. 3D printer goes burr. I want to see how this plays out, you know, because there are the with all the defensive stuff. Sometimes the dice just don't work out. You know, we'll we'll see how how it plays, Uh, and going into the next event, we'll see how that that uh, compounds and folds on in and of itself to where the Harlequins are in a sense too. Like they have the uh, they they live they live and die by the four ups. They do. They have their a couple defensive stuff like custodes, but their lower toughness and like I said. They live and die by that four up, so it can it can spike either way. If you yeah, can see him and you can hit him, they will die. Like it's that's it's still they're still elf bodies. Like mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a, a faction I'm not picked in a while. I'm gonna say Grey Knights, uh, but Oof. that is purely to be the one Grey Knight player. You got it. One, yeah, right? yeah, just yeah. I want to be yeah. controversial. Just yeah. know one Grey Knight player. TPM loves you. <laughs> make it happen i want to i want to hear the the heralds of the storm bolters and what it has done and i want to hear about a bunch of charges and a bunch of mortal wounds because uh, i i you know outside of of like the the um aldari list that just may like have a couple of psychers in there i don't know what can stop a bunch of mortal wounds right now that's out there it's like a chosen. bunch <laughs> uh, wow what's up next boys uh, coming up next uh, on the docket for us to talk about is the Copenhammer from Copenhagen, Denmark. That's why I liked it. Copenhammer, Copenhagen. You, you can Love tell it where too. it was. It makes sense. Uh, 44 players, five rounds. Hashtag they did the right thing. 
One hundred percent of the players had their faction listed in BCP for us. Thank about. you, you refined European gentlemen and ladies, for listing your factions. Adam appreciates you. Perfect. Perfect. Justin, <laughs> can you tell us what we're going to see? Oh, I can because we know exactly what everybody's playing. So the Imperial Super Factions, one Imperium, five Custodes, one Admech, two Astro Militarum. Wow, and an Imperial Knight. Space Marine Super Faction, one Dark Angel, one Iron Hands, one Imperial Fist, one Death Watch. Chaos Super Faction, one Chaos Soup, three T Suns, three Death Guard, and a Demon Player. Oh man, back Dino's to normal. Super. This is like two months mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, I was about to say. back to normal. Yeah. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine now. <laughs> Zeno Super Faction, one Necron, two Orcs, five Tal. That's that's not. That's not, that's not bad. That's the same as Custodes. That's okay. Hive Mind Superfaction, one Hive Mind, two GSC. Oh, no Tyranids. Mm-hmm. An Eldari Superfaction, one Eldari, three Drukari, three Harlequins, and four Asuriani. So the faction podium that is Town Custodes tied at five. No real surprise. Asuriani at four. And then T Suns, Death Guard, Harlequins, and Drukari all tied at three. I like I like that mix. Mm-hmm. That's a that would actually event. make for a, yeah. it would make for a good tournament to like to play through. Because you wouldn't you're unlikely to play the same army twice until you get to like the top and then we'll probably, but they could be knock themselves out too, you know? But that's a beautiful spread. Like it that is, is actually, a, it's really nice. That's, that's as, about as good as it gets for anybody going to a tournament at the moment. Yeah. I, I, I think that's, uh, you can't ask for anything better really. Hmm. Um, some of the outliers there, like T-Sun's Death Guard having a, homo- back to, like you guys said it before, back to uh, being a homogenous uh, two factions. That was the tale for like almost six months of last year, was every event they had the same numbers. Every event they had the same numbers. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy to think it happens that often. Um, Jakari and Harlequins being homogenous as well. I don't. I expect to kind of see that more often now too. And yeah, Asuriano Asuran- spiking up, being uh, the new hotness, people ex- wanting to experiment, see what's up. Uh- the real Nick saying in chat, the, uh, trying to find diamond pattern nail transfers to, uh, to hobby cheat their way into, into uh, painted Quinn's army. Look, the, the cool thing about that That's is clever, if you can find some. Yeah, they're, they're not they're not crazy expensive, and you know it's kind of hard to figure out exactly what their rice sizes online. Probably just get a bunch for. Oh, for I got mine expensive. already. I got all my, all my Quinns are all their diamond pattern. I got them all set up, all my templates. Just in time to paint more of them now. Like yeah, six yeah, more yeah. void weavers. Dwarmish is giving some respect to the guard players. Mm. Uh, let's yes, talk about some lists, it. though, because we're, we're going to unpack one of these Harlequin lists. Okay. Do you know what? I, I I love you guys over in Europe, especially in Scandinavia, Eastern Europe as well. But forgive, like surprise, yeah. forgive me. My tongue is not equipped for your magnificent names. <laughs> Here um, is the time where we have to apologize uh, if we butcher someone's name. My, it's completely my, unintentional. It's more important we talk about the list. Uh, the, my than, uh, savage, un, un, uncouth Australian uh, mouth. Uh, first up, we have Alexander Dzogov. Dzogov? D-Z-O-U-G-O-V. There we go. Um, he's playing I believe the D is probably silent. It's probably Zugov. Zugov? If, Zugov. Uh, fair enough. Um, he's playing Harlequins. He has a light battalion. And I pulled this one out because this is close to what I expect to see at almost at nauseum for the next couple of months. This this combination of units, and there's not many to choose from. He's got a troop master, a single shadow seer, five by five troop, or with some combination of a couple of a, a couple of weapons. Um, a big unit of twelve troop, which I thought you mean like caresses or kisses or caresses, or kisses or embraces. Yeah, they've got yep. a combination of um, twelve troop. With a bunch of weapons, um, two death jesters, which I find is interesting because usually I think one is almost mandatory, but two is a matter of taste. And then two, so three, two, two void waivers. 
So that's a total of seven. And then five Star Weavers to tote around all the five troop units. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? It's pretty straight up and down, but it is spicy. And this is, I, I don't know how often I expect to see the larger squad, especially a maxed out 12 um, clown squad, but I'm actually, I, I don't I don't hate it. I don't mind it. As long well, as you my question well. for you and the player too, is it, do you go 12 to take advantage of the additional fusion pistols or, or you know, something like that? Mm. Like there's, there is, there is uh, something that unlocks for you if you do go to 12. And I'm curious if the, if the pilot has opted for that in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It may be just a bigger kill to uh, get to more advantage from some of their strats kind of thing. There's mm. more value. Maybe, out of it. maybe defend the death gestures. I mean, I maybe that's one the of the things gestures. you kind of, yeah. You yeah, kind of create a nice little fire platform for yourself in the back to let everything mm-hmm. else kind of go up and, and do that work and distract folks while they're laying down a little bit of fire and, and controlling your whole field, home field objectives. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Yeah, well, see, a, a bigger unit makes a lot of sense to me in the current meta because you do need to have you have a, need to have a way of killing three custodies bikes very efficiently mm-hmm. when they're out of line of sight because your void waves can't get an angle so you need something to go into a ruin and get is them is there anything out of the harlequins care about line of sight they have infinite movement <laughs> it's more about you don't want to get too close to your opponent sometimes like you put your void waves yeah. too close and they're just going to explode um you need to be picking angles fire and fading keeping them safe but something like 12 a 12 troop unit that you just run out there and just pick up a big squad whilst, you know, possibly staying quite safe um, from retaliation or being, you know, insulated by a Shadow Seer, et cetera, et cetera, a bunch of powers. It feels pretty good because I know um, a lot of people have told me, I, I had a, a gentleman tell me about, he got, he used five Harley, I think it was six Harley Troop or five Harley Troop and four CP. And he was just picking up, he just picked up custode units with with five mans, but you know, four CP. You only have for so many what, turns what, of the what, game. Yeah, it was like a specific weapon loadout because because what I think probably what you're describing is you have the weapon, you're burning the strat to do additional yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what 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 was the weapon loadout that they were investing so, the CPs in? Because now when you're picking your army and building your list, uh, the weapons all have very the same stat. It's like neck hmm. two AP, two damage. Uh, plus two strength or something like that, you know, is, is the, the, the very consistent. But what it unlocks, it gives you a keyword that unlocks yeah. stratagems. Every exactly single right. squad has to be a kiss. They have to have at least one kiss, for sure. I agree, I agree. The kiss for is sure. mandatory. Um, the embrace and the, um, whatever the other one is, um, is just a matter of choice. Caress, like, come on. Now. Caress, which is whatever. Yeah. Kiss by a caress on the gray, whatever. Um, all right, next up, we have Henrik Davidson. Um, this is kind of my favorite tower list at the moment because i feel like it's the Ooh. most dynamic and the most interesting and it's kind Chad, of don't hate him because he has a favorite tower list <laughs> well i want I, 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 I look at i look at like 20 comes of these, the hate uh, now i look at like 20 of these a week for you for, for your viewing pleasure and this is what i find most, most interesting <laughs> to talk about um it's tower it's far side allied world which is the only thing i dislike about it because i feel like that's an egregious reading of rules and uh i wish g-dub in their faq for the tower book thought of putting something in to fix that because they haven't um I know, I know. He's got two. He's got two patrols. All right. Starts off with three crisis bodyguard that have a shield drone, a crisis commander that comes with a marker and a shield drone, has an ethereal with a marker drone, ten crude, two units of five crisis suits with two with five shield drones apiece, two units of four crude hounds. Going into the Love next the one, so we've already got three crisis units in this army. He has then he has another three crisis bodyguard with a shield drone, a crisis commander with a marker and a shield drone, ten crude, another unit of three crisis suits with two shield drones, three stealth suits with a marker and a shield, and four more crude hounds. So that's two units of crude, two uh, commanders, one stealth suit, three units of crude hounds, 
two units of bodyguards, three units of crisis suits, all at this kind of homogenous either three or five u- models per unit. It's MSU, it's brutal, and I am actually quite a fan of it. I like it. This has all the components there that, uh, well, outside of a ghost keel, I think that, you know, that we were, mm. we were talking about or done it. Now, look, I don't know if the ghost kills is making the cut, uh, mm. but you know, that was, we, we had our kind of our eye on units at the, when that codex finally hit. And it sounds like it's gelling up into this list. Well, the only thing, I could, so this is a list that has a skewed um, broadsides because it never wants to sit still. It never wants to be still. It wants to move every single turn, be deep strike. Like every turn one, it wants to deep strike into turn one, turn two, and turn three. Like a lot of the game, because the homing beacon mm-hmm. on the stealth suits lets you get one in turn one. Um, and it's just going to Montcar all over you, just be everywhere. Uh, I'm a big fan of this list, and I hate it with a passion, because I do not want to play against it. <laughs> Put that caveat on there. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I respect uh, it. I respect the savagery. All right. I I love the MSU of it actually. Like the all every crisis unit you can take, why mm. why wouldn't you? And you're right. I like the mobility of it, not not being bogged down by uh, having to stay in one spot with the, with the broadsides. Because mm. with all the crew and all the crisis, the stealth suits even like you're you're moving all over the place. You don't want to stand still. You want to be able to take the board and move wherever you need to in case somebody comes in your backfield. Like oh, I don't care. Now I'm in your backfield, so it's fine. Well, I like the way this list looks on the table. I don't mind saying that. Mm-hmm. Is that like mm. I, I think it would get really a really cool thing. Like this is a, a decent representation of the Tau army or a version of the Tau army, and it shows it shows a bit of depth in the codex which yeah. you know we know it's a good book i actually kind of feel like this is a tau list tuned to kill other tau lists to, to kill other conventional tau mm. lists good call. Um, yeah. it, it, i feel like that's kind of where this is hunting um it doesn't have any big one big unit for your deep strike get a bunch of re-rolls to hit into wound against to nuke if you if you if you bring down your fully fledged out six or seven crisis what, what max crisis unit and pick up one of this guys doesn't really care like whatever and like, yeah and, and, then, and then it hits you on the response um i i will say that if you want to go hard against counter tau as tau it, the answer is broadsides from personal experience yeah. you think yeah okay fair enough our, like when we brought our tau list into the team events we always put nine broadsides in there because we can put it in the mirror and it does better it's on disgusting average. as well yeah. how are you arming the broadsides the rail cannons or the rail cannons and, uh, smart, and smart missiles, smart missiles. okay yep. fair enough though um all right jumping down to our last one this gentleman is named frederick Hestbeck, Hestbeck. Um, he's playing Orcs. He's playing a Goths, a double patrol. He's got a Beast Boss on Squigasaur, 10 Gretchen, 2 units of 5 Commandos, 3 Death Copters, 3 Squig Hog Boys, a Darker Jet, and a Wazbomb. Then he's got his second patrol, has a Warboss and Megarama, 2 units of 10 Gretchen, 2 units of 10 regular knobs, Ooh, 2 units of 3 Death Copters, and 2 trucks. Literally Ooh. why I pulled this one out, because I saw 2 units of regular knobs, and I'm like, I want to talk about that. Why is that a thing? Are they they're going in the got, trucks? They're oh, going in the it? trucks. Yeah. The knob bosses have claws. Everything else has a big chopper. Everything else is strength seven, goth goodness. Oh, sorry. The goth's plus one strength, yeah? Uh, first run of combat, yeah. Yeah, so they're strength eight. They're strength eight minus, wow, minus that's one actually, two damage. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. They're, With they're breaking the ram. They're, they're counter orc <laughs> ramshackle. It's a... Well, and, and Catholic City as well, to some extent. Um, and not awful into a range of the other high toughness things out there say crush a stampede these still have enough attacks that are goths that'll go through and kill stuff like that um i don't hate it but i can't see i don't i don't under i can't say i fully understand it i yeah same as me like i i love seeing it i don't understand it but i well, love it that war boss and mega armor is a, is a beast it's yeah. basically, I was going to call it a truck, but it, you know, it wouldn't be confusing. It's it's the third truck in this list. Uh, we know the Death Copters 
uh, do a lot of work and are, I think, an yeah. un- underrepresented unit. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the Flyers can still get around things. We were just, we were just talking about that hiding certain units that are devastating units can just walk out later or jump out later or whatever, yeah. do all this damage, and you have the potential to put some pressure on them. Mm. I'd rather this list have two WAS bombs because I actually quietly still like WAS bombs in the current meta, especially with crisis suit units. This is correct, yeah. Let me double check. I'm not lying. Um, the drones count as the number of models for blast in crisis suit units. They do for blast, yes. So a WAS bomb can really just dunk on crisis units if they get if they get the drop on them. That's a good spot. It's, yeah. I, which I don't hate. And also they've got the right profiles to threaten any custodian unit that you've got. Also the same can be said for them into things like Crusher Stampede. Um, but a Ducker Jet I still love as well. I still quite like the Ducker Jet. I like the Ducker Jet more and more as I think Harlequins become better because it's just got the density of that's fire. That's true too. Yeah, the, the volume of fire to get through. Like I know you're mm. minus one, but you know that's really not changing my odds very Doesn't much. Doesn't matter. You know, so. <laughs> a, 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 bucket, a, bucket is, a bucket is a bucket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bucket is a bucket. Not I don't matter. know what players um, that don't roll sixes. So. <laughs> mm, that's right uh, so yeah I actually quite like this list but I just don't understand the knobs I wish I hoped that this gentleman writes in and being like this is exactly what the knobs do because I really want to understand that unit because it just seems like it, you'll use it once and it'll explode and you'll you'll be like just like green paste but is it just not that is resilient. that enough is it really enough if you could if that's you can it. get up an advantage up on points in the early mm-hmm. round and then just never relinquish it you know that maybe that's enough Oh, that's exactly right. Is that enough? Yeah. Is there a specific target this guy is hunting? Um, does his meta have something that justifies their cost? Big units of Scarab Occult Terminators. Um, you know, Dread Knights, stuff of this ilk that you can just like, I know this guy's coming. This guy always beats me. Knobs are going to wreck his face because I know we're going to play. You know, stuff like that. I mean, um, and this guy <laughs> could be playing into the fact that, that, you know, that, what is it? Almost 20% of the list is, or is chaos. That's funny. Yeah, weird actually to say that, isn't it? That's true. I mean, that, I mean that list goes really well in this and Thousand Sons. If you, you know, if you, it's true. It's, it's if very there's true. a lot uh, of keepers of secrets. That T seven, those, those strength eight knobs are going to be able to do some work mm-hmm. into them. So you know, you, you you play the tournament that's right in front of you, and maybe that's what we're seeing here. So with all that in mind, with everything in, in the in the bit of a, the throwback to like the faction breakdown, what's winning this thing, Dustin? What's your pick for winner? Uh, well, obviously. As always, I'm not. I'm going away from Tau, so I'm yeah. going to. I'm. I am going to Quins. Going to Quins. Not a bad call. Um, that Tau list seems messed the f up to me. If that's not winning, um, I will pick. Oh, it's actually really hard to pick this one. I'm going to. <laughs> you know what? I think they have the density of list there that that are in yeah. in a strong book. You know what? I'm just like putting my sheer will into this one. I'm going to pick one of the guard players. Yeah, Let's do I it. figured you would. Let's do I it. Nice. Let's go. Right. And maybe Champions. it's your time. Look, Let's go all that's standing between them is just always rolling above average. <laughs> that's all you got to do. It's, yeah, just roll above average. Yes. Don't get touched. <laughs> You'll win. Yeah, don't, get, don't let your Levin Russes get touched. All right, last event, boys. <laughs> Yeah, actually, before we do this next this next tournament, uh, you know, we're going to our last event. We're going to cover, then we'll do our Fuego Rapido. Let's take a, a brief pause for a word from our sponsors. So please hang in here. Uh, we'll be right on the other side of it. At Frontline Gaming, we make the best tabletop gaming mats in the universe. Our mats are durable, rollable, foldable, wipeable, and storable. Oh, and they look damn great too. Join the thousands of tournament regulars and garage gamers who use our mats to bring their gaming surfaces to life. To ensure quality, 
Frontline gaming mats are custom made one at a time. Printed with high quality ink, our immersive designs stay crisp and are available in a wide range of styles and sizes. So whether you're playing a war game or a skirmish game, whether you're fighting over an alien tundra, fantastical forest, or real world setting, there's a great looking battlefield for you. Our gaming mats are printed on extremely durable neoprene backing, so they won't slide around the table, and they're thick enough to stay flat, protecting what's underneath and allowing for slight uneven surfaces. We know from experience that an easily portable gaming surface is just better. Every mat comes with a sturdy nylon zip-up bag for storage and transportation. Whether your next battle is in your home or at the local game store, you'll be able to unroll your FLG mat and get gaming right away. Our products are all made and tested by passionate gamers of Frontline Gaming HQ right here in the USA. It's time to take your battlefield to a new level. Frontline Gaming, champions of tabletop. Biggity Bam, we are back. Uh, I got a question uh, for you, Adam. Are you enjoying your time in the States? I don't think you're in the States right now, but you're coming back. I am not in the States right now. It, the board is willing. I'll be back in for Adepticon and then hanging around for another couple of months. But I'm sitting in, uh, right now in Mexico City, and I've been here for the last uh, three weeks. Having a good time. Mexico's, Mexico's wild. Mexico's a good place. If you folks are going to Adepticon next week, make sure you come by and say what's up to uh, Adam and I uh, and some yes, others please. we'll big hang out with. It would be really cool to see y'all and doing it. So the next event we're going to talk about, uh, this is the last of summer Winehammer two from Thornsbridge, England. Not going to guess where this is, uh, but <laughs> London. I, I like <laughs> definitely London. <laughs> definitely London. <laughs> I like that. It's a sequel. I'll say that, um, 50 uh, players, five rounds, another 100% of the factions listed. Thank y'all so much players. It means a lot to us. And we know you're doing it for us. And we appreciate it. Of course. We always love, love that. Love you all. Let's go through the quick and dirty stats of the Imperial Super Faction. We have one Sisters, nine Custodes, three Astromilitarum, two Great Knights. Oh, my God. Astromilitarum this weekend, man. This is great. Resurgent. Resurgent. This <laughs> for is, no, this is no reason whatsoever. No there's reason. a window for some no. reason. I don't know what the window is, but there's an Astromilitarum the, window that's coming, apparently. The meta is horrible for them. Like, th there's no reason for this <laughs> hey, at all. I will not question it. <laughs> You do you guys, please. I want to yeah. see more Astro Militarum on the tables. Uh, one Dark Angel, three Ultramarines, one Raven Guard, two Death Watch. Chaos Superfaction there is one Chaos Space Marine, two T-Suns, two Death Guard, one Demons. Xeno Superfaction, two Necrons, four Orcs, four Tau. So pretty good spread there. That's nice. Hive Mind Superfaction, one Tyranid, two GSC. That seems to be the ratio in That's Hive what Mind. we've seen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of one and two of another. Just, Okay. Eldari Super Faction, two Eldari, two Drukari, three Harlequins, and one Arasuriani. Yeah, I think the even spread for Eldari Super Faction is going to be pretty pretty consistent now. Yeah, so, it is, it, all three for this week have been really yeah, been consistent spreads. Pretty consistent. So Faction Podium, Custodes at nine, and then the Golden Cliff goes oh, down to four. It's like, that's like 18, 19% or something is, days for this. Mm -hmm. Got to be ready for it. Uh, the Golden Cliff leads yep. to Orcs and Tau at four, and then Harlequin's Guard and Ultramarines at three. Guard <laughs> are on the faction podium, guys. Dude, guard and Ultras. I wish we had what an air horn. Ultramarines, that's crazy. Crap. We what need a bell. What the crap yeah. is going on? <laughs> Ring that bell. Uh, but yeah, like, like it. apart so, from the custodies, look, this is another, some folks this play is for the love of the hobby, man. Actually, a lot of folks do. A lot of them do. 
In fact, mm-hmm. recent yep. recent uh, facts have proved that more people play for the love of the hobby than competitively. It's true. Which is good. That's uh, why the hobby it's, lives. It's, well, again, you got to give it up to some of these players really? that you know that they are probably thinking about what can I take in my list to see. And so, if anything, if this data proves what you're going to see, it almost like mm-hmm. lays out a roadmap of what you have to be examining when you're making your list, which also influences hobby mm-hmm. choices and influences you know creativity uh, and other opportunity to read through your codex. You know, so let's let's take a look at some of these lists. Let's yeah. break them down. <laughs> exactly, Peachhead. And some people just gluttons for punishment. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Ultramarines made the podium, so I had to go and see what was up. And this is the list that I kind of expected to see when I saw Ultras on the podium. This is uh, Ryan Duick's list. Um, he's, he's got a single battalion. He's got a Gravis Captain, a Primaris Tech Marine, two units of five Incursors, five Intercessors, five Blade Guard Vets, two Invictors, two Volkite Contemptors, an Apothecary, and get this, yeah, two units of five Eradicators. Like, this is actually like pretty... This is this is kind of savage. Like I'm like, oh yeah, Ultramarines. I expect to see like a, a a binary list of did I go first and annihilate you or did I lose? And this is exactly what that list is. Two incur two Invictors, two Valkyrie Redemptors. Of course, getting the redeploy Seal of Oath, goodness. Two to five Eradicators as well. I uh, I kind of secretly am a fan of this list again. Um, I just. Does it I make you want to get a couple great. of war suits? Because I mean, those war suits are probably another underutilized unit. And they it look doesn't. Awesome. It doesn't. It doesn't. Like it's. I feel like the meta has gone too far past um, the metrics upon which this was built. The fact that um, both Harlequins and Custodies, and it's freaking nine Custodies in this meta for this gentleman, both turn off your rerolls, um, and Space Marines exclusively operate off rerolls to deal their damage from range yeah, and somewhat in combat um, f- makes me feel quite bad for this but all of a sudden with Ashirani coming back I like Volkai Contemptors again I just yeah. don't like how many points they cost Just and a CP it's just like so crap. what's drawing you to that so with the Volkai Contemptors why do you think they play really well into the, the Ashirani they've got the density of fire um, as in just the, the right amount of shots. They've got the strength six with no rend and two damage, e.g. you know, wasting any rend into a four plus invulnerable save on a unit that doesn't have an armor save anyway. They, mm-hmm. wo- they wound all their boats on threes and every single unit that's on foot on twos um, with a bunch of shots. And even if you're hitting them on fours, you can expect to get eight hits and probably one or two mortal wounds in addition. Yeah, mortals, so in, mortals on sprinkle on top. Yep. Yeah. You're more than likely to kill a five man with every time you shoot is the way I see it. Um, and I know this gentleman has cyclones on the top of both of his as well, so it can kill a boat possibly and a five man every turn, and that feels yeah. pretty good uh, in this day and age for a space marine unit. Yeah, I think that's actually a really good way to think about that. That's 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 perfect analogy. I think you actually you'd like the Invictors more if people would paint them and model them like the uh, power loaders from Aliens. Yep. Yeah, boy. Yeah, they need. Absolutely. I need to see somebody do that. I, that yeah. every time I see them, like I want. I'm expecting to see Ripley in there. That's. Mm. I'm I'm almost like I'm not ready to say it yet, but with all the, the only hits on fours and no rerolls, I'm part of me is and the minus ones to hit from all the Asirani stuff. I'm like. Is it time to put the flamer on the Invicta? Like, is it time? Yep. Absolutely feels, is. Feels yuck. It absolutely it might, is. It might be, it <laughs> might be right maybe, now. Maybe so. And also, like, the the low investment points in the HQ slot here. Like, uh, they've got definitely got a lot of more options and toys in the list uh, and have not spent a lot of, you know, bells and whistles on some of those other... Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, don't, they don't come with a benefit that isn't relevant to yeah. the rest of the army. 
Exactly right. Um, so moving on to the next of these lists. This is Kyle Grundy, the number one tower player in the ITC for the, the previous season, that being 2021. And he's t- playing... A Farsight Allied Worlds Double Patrol. It's the same freaking list from Fredericks in in Copenhagen that we just did before. And I just wanted to point out it, how these top lists coalesce because I'd be I'd bet my face they're in a, like a mutual Discord. We we have talked or, about this. Face I have never heard that term before. Uh, the whole about face, the community, whole thing. Is that even though these these players they they're in a, they're in a competition for for the best faction best ITC faction and and mm. what have you but they, they it's a it's a community it's a group they talk about it they're in yep. message boards they're talking about what is the best thing to get us all to that level and that's one of the coolest things about that and if there is parity between these lists you know that's evidence of that so again proof is right there. Uh, we've seen it time and time again across all these mm-hmm. factions. So if you're interested in knowing what's up, what these players are taking, what the top minds in this your faction are thinking, even if it's Tal, you know there's resources yeah. out there for you to, uh, to to utilize. And just to give a synopsis of what that list was, that's two units of Crisis Bodyguard, three units of Crisis Suits. Um, that's two units of Crude, a couple units of Crude Hounds, two Commanders. Um, I think one was a Cold Star, one was a regular, an Ethereal, one unit of Stealth Suits. And I find it very interesting indeed that we see essentially there's only there's only really a body of water separating these two these two competitions, these two lists. And across those two bodies of water, there are two players playing almost identical lists. Um, are we are we a month into the Tau meta? Are we a month into Tau? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I said fully bloomed, matured. There's yeah. been an FAQ. There's uh, you know, <laughs> a full flavored Tau meta. Checked off all <laughs> the boxes. You now like what you what's going to be what's out there now is what you're going to see. What you got to plan for. Mm. Um, all right, and the last of these lists, this is Ben Inman's, and I literally pulled this list out because it's Necrons, and we do we do like nine lists an episode, and I like to represent as many factions as we can in those nine lists. And uh, naturally, the best, the, the stuff that's doing the, the best, like Tau or Custodes, will get a bit more of extra attention because we want to keep our fingers on the pulse of the meta. But when like we can give some credence to some in, more interesting or I think innovative, um, you know, lists like Necrons or Sisters or Orcs, etc., we like to pull them out and and. Show you guys this one is a necrons battalion and patrol relentlessly expansionist and eternal conquerors which i actually think is on the downturn we're seeing much more novok than not which is another reason i wanted to show you guys so catacomb command barge chronomancer three units of five models a plasma site and to go along with six scorpec destroyers so a full unit of scorpex mm-hmm. um three scarabs two units of three tomb blades um three units of four regular destroyers that being the strength six minus three two damage ones yep um if i remember right um then into the patrol is a technomancer another five immortals two units of four rates and two single heavy destroyers this is like a full toughness five build because all the immortals are toughness five scorepex toughness five tomb blade toughness five destroyers toughness five um Mm. that's what i'm seeing here and it's kind of well balanced between shooting and combat as well which i kind of liked no lie hand hard this is almost the exact same list i told a buddy to run uh a couple of weeks ago, not not that could, mm. because it was just what you just said. It felt like it had uh, enough ad- enough shots and enough high toughness and, and the ability to kind of manipulate the board to to be a runner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I quite like this list. I like the metrics of what it's building upon. It's actually quietly um, resilient into quite a lot of the meta at the moment. Like especially airbursts. Like airbursts will just like 
possibly swing and miss. Maybe you get a couple guys back with reanimation. Maybe. Um, and the melee, you don't need Novok to kill a lot of what you're fighting if you're playing with bigger units, which is what this gentleman's doing. Um, so I thought it was interesting. I liked it. I liked that it felt well balanced without taking Deckon Warriors, without taking Silent King. Um, and I well, don't hate it. What do y'all think about the actual, just the, the, the old box standard destroyers? There's nothing wrong with them. They're, they're good. Like, you were talking earlier about all the Toughest 5 stuff out there. Not just missiles. I mean, the Toughest 5 metal, all the boats that are Toughest 5, the, even the Toughest 3 models that are starting to come on the table that are infantry. These guys are strength 6. Pretty good value. For a lot the, of shots. The targets out there. Uh, a lot of shots. damage. They can, then they can all, like, they can reroll their hits and wounds for CP. Like, one of the, one of the squads yep. could. Like, it's, they're pretty efficient. And this meta, they have a lot of targets that they'll be pretty efficient into. Yeah. Look, I... I don't. I, I can't say I'm in love with them, but for what what you need um, as a Necron player, you just you're looking at like, oh, should I take a DDA or a freaking what are the tripods called? Doomstalker, uh, Triarch Stalkers, Triarch Stalkers, uh, yeah, or, or sorry, or Doomstalkers, and or you're just like, stalkers. well, heavy destroys and locust destroys are just so much better. They're infantry, they fly. The points are now kind of comparable for like three locust destroyers or two heavy destroys to one of those platforms. Um, and look, like. I like them. I just like them. Heavy I, destroyers I are awesome. Can yeah. I say that? They're still, so, uh, Locust destroyers are still D3 damage, which yep. I actually like. I actually like because it's so much minus one Just damage so they get there. over the two. <laughs> yeah, it's, so you actually get two damage sometimes. Like, um, I used to like two damage because it was more consistent, but once minus one damage started coming into the uh, so hard, D3 just became better. I may I I memed it up so hard when when we started to get a picture of Ninth Edition because everyone screamed for like two damage stuff and no more D threes just give us flat <laughs> two and then G Dub put minus one damage on everything and laughed at us so hard for our hubris for wanting nice things. No, you, you can't you can't say that G Dub doesn't have a sense of humor. All this stuff I I can tell you yeah, right now yeah. they they they're saying this is the year this is the banner year for chaos. Chaos oh. is getting a banner. That's that the new banner champ. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what's happening. That is funny. Oh, with this Necron list too, I don't, uh, don't want to claim. I had no idea what the composition should be. I'm like, does these units seem good? But then there's also the inclusion of the Tomb Blades, which I, which seems to be a, a throwback. Um, what are they in there for volume of fire? What, what's going on with them? Uh, they're they're in there to be quick obsec, is what I can see. Um, zoom out get onto an objective, uh, disrupt your opponent's primary, uh, be an option for like engaging all fronts and things of that nature because they got three models still. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't hate them uh, because they're obsec, but that's the only reason I see them kind of being in the list. Maybe that's it. You look at it again. Well, what do I need here? What's what I'm missing? Uh, want something to distract, get up there and do a little chase. Yeah. And they do put out a decent amount of shots. I don't know if the size of the units. You're talking about the two uh, blades? Yeah. 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 I actually like the Tomb Blades. They they put mm. out more shots than you would expect, and I don't know what they're equipped with. I'm assuming it's a strength five negative two. The gauze. The gauze. Can't remember. Can't remember. Pretty no sure. Idea. But it, like, they, they put <laughs> let's assume that's what it is. <laughs> sure. Well, so assuming that's well, what it is, like strength five negative two with the amount of shots they can put out, they 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 do enough, and that's, it's almost like because they're negative one to hit, you have to put more into them than you would expect to kill them. So they're yeah. going to survive Minus a lot one. of things that. Uh, but they, they should they should kill them just because of that minus one on T5. Yeah, T5 minus one to hit with obsec. It's just nice and flexible. Yeah. Put out this amount of fire. I wish they could take like a chainsaw equivalent, just something to give them rend in combat so there was a reason to ever charge the damn things into something. But uh, yeah, apart from like tapping a tank, you just never discharge so, with them. Um, now, with in mind that 18% of this tournament <laughs> is custodes. <sighs> but, but, but... 
Well, the best tower uh, player in the world essentially is at this one. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, like so, from last season. Yeah. So that is the thing. And uh, what is it? Six um, percent is Astromel Terum. Yeah, boy. Ooh. <laughs> What's taking this thing down with those? Ooh. With those looking at those, uh, that spectrum. Uh, I'm just going to be a meme lord and say ultras because they're going to go first in five out of five games on just poor terrain and just be like, nuke, nuke, nuke. Just pre- just smash the nuke button and annihilate people. It's not going to happen, but here we are. <laughs> you can still long for it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Gus, you got a pick here? Uh, for this one, I'm actually going to go with orcs. Ooh, nice. Spice. Yeah, there, there are three Harlequin players here. Uh, and <laughs> I don't think people are prepared. There's, there's no more to that. That's, this is my reason. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think the 47 other players uh, have thought of that yet. No, that's fair. It's, it's fair. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what what we're doing to account for Harlequins because I just don't know. I don't know where to start with unpacking that issue. If, if you're if you play on ter- on good terrain tables, the better the terrain, the harder the Harlequins. Like. Oh, jeez. If they're light, orcs have a good matchup into them. It's so, the okay. dark that orcs do not have a good matchup into them. Oh, orcs hate dark. Oh, my orcs God. Orcs hate dark. That's, that's not good for them. Yeah. But Jesus. Before we get into our Fuego Rapido segment, uh, which is a fun segment, if you're new here, we do a segment every week where we uh, give ourselves a to- uh, five topics to run, four or five topics to run down, and give ourselves a very finite amount of time uh, to discuss or rapid fire those, those topics. Uh, and then we move on to the next one. And we're to speak of it again, or maybe a callback a year from now. So you got to got to stay tuned in. It's a nice little palate cleanser. But let's discuss. You you mentioned you know what actually goes well into Harlequins. Like what is it we're not seeing? What army has what they should have? You know, in their book that they can wheel out, bring out. Is it volume of fire? Really? Is it the storm bolters? You know, like, flame is is the thing that comes to as a space marine player. I'm like, oh my god, am I bringing flame aggressors out? Like. Centurions, just stuff that they. I do not know charge. if I can endorse the like, flame aggressors. Me either. They me either. But have this is the... to be good range because is... minus six range exactly. hurts flamers a lot. They'd be fast flamers. Exactly. So I'm just like in my head, like, man, there's so many levels uh, to this problem. Well, I don't have a good solution. As a like, part of me is like, maybe I'll just run two dark talons and just nuke the crap out of him if I go first. <laughs> you know, ball ball That's predators. It. Wow! <laughs> there you guys it is. are both memeing your there own uh, your own factions right now. Pretty hard. Pretty uh, hard. Well, I'm saying I don't have a good solution as a marine. Clearance player, incinerators. No there we go. I, I rep mine now too. I have no good solutions. I wish I had a bunch of hand flamers um, that could just pop up from reserve. And stuff yeah, like if that. only if only an army had that. I know. I know. All things that could threaten first turn charges on any deployment zone. Yeah. No. Yeah. Nobody has that. Don't don't give people ideas about. I know. Just so that's what I'm looking at at the moment. I want something that is gonna just make them just check them, make them know their role. They got to treat me with respect. Because right now, as a marine player, I'm like the Harlequins have no reason to respect me at all, and just will just just come get me. You're gonna well, win. Like, is, I mean, do rough. you look within the Asrani faction? Are are you know are Eldari going to counter Harlequins? Le- legitimately, you know? I like I like As- like I think Asurani mm-hmm. can build to beat. Um, Harlequins and vice versa, um, but you're not you're not wrong, brother. I'd like Drakari as well, I think can build to do well into Harlequins. Harlequins no, only had... lose luck dice when they mix, though, don't they? Yes, yeah. It's not a huge like it's nice to have, obviously, but it's not a huge hit to mix that. Like I, I think an Eldari no, no, no. 
listed but I, is actually pretty viable. I mean, like I've actually, with a straight face, endorsed Falcon Graph Tanks, you know, and and, and things oh, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you might need to go with that, and then and also in the chat just mentioned some uh, you know jump pack flamer troops uh, that can get over there mm-hmm. and, and and get in there, and make, which maybe. Um, I, I glanced at the at the Fuego Rapido, but let's go into that. So again, remember oh. I said this is this is the the segment of the show. It's how we close out every single show, uh, where we give ourselves uh, some topics to run down and a clock to do it on. Uh, and when the clock runs out of time, we stop talking about it. And this is a St. Patrick's Day themed one, is what it looks like. Uh, and as soon as that timer starts, I'll read off the first question: <laughs> What's the best green faction in 40k? Oh come on! This could be this could be a trick question. Could be a trick <laughs> question. But if any of you don't answer right on this one, I can't. I, I, uh, I don't, so I don't know I'm going to fi- I'll start. Uh, I know yet. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do. I'm just. Just. I'm just going to harm Dustin probably. Uh, Nurgle demons. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. Just, just harming Dustin now. You know what? That I, one's okay. I thought you were going to say Dark <laughs> Angels, to be honest. So no, I, no, no. I, just, that one. I, I knew you thought it was. They're not green. If that, my, the black and red, baby. He paints his black. There you go. It's right here. Okay, well, then you're just not a Dark Angel at that point. That's just weird. Oh, oh. That's how dare weird. you, sir? That's that is the weird. armor color of the Fallen, I believe. saying that is not a Dark the fallen, Angel. Yeah. That's just weird. But, yes. Shame. Just weird. So what's uh, okay. your answer? What do you, what do, what are we it's, missing? What are us orcs. pedestrians missing? Of course, it's orcs. You pedestrian people. <laughs> it was too it's easy. Orcs. I couldn't do it. it How did you not think of orcs immediately? I know. Why no. would you do that? Because it was fish. We in can a do barrel. this. We have fifty seconds left. What is the second best uh, green faction in Warhammer Forty Thousand? <laughs> Salamanders. I was about to say, just not sal- <laughs> Salamanders. Is there a green? What's the green high fleet? Is it Jormungandr? Jormungandr, no. I think, is the brown one, right? The brown, the I, thought, I thought Gorgon, Gorgon was brown. Was Gorgon red? Oh, the Kraken's, Kraken's the red. Yeah, I thought Gorgon was brown. There's a green and, like, pasty pale, like, um, pallid witch flesh one yeah. scheme. That's green? it. Was in the, Look, I can't yeah, wait. Green seconds left. I was Never. saving it. Someone had Cadia. Is that green? Is that, it uh, is. It is. I didn't even think of Katishan. Like a booger green. Me. I don't know. I know. Yeah. And Katishan mm. is like a, like a, a ugly booger better green. Than, uh, than, than orcs. All right. We're out of time. Uh, best character from a green faction in Warhammer oh. 40,000. Oh, I'll rattle it off. Um, Harker. Sergeant Harker. Nice. Nice. Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's good. It's good. I respect it. Could You could have said what? any like Katachan. You could have said Strachan. You could have said uh, no, Mabo. The, the criteria was was sound. What is That's the why best? you said Katie. That that was why you did that to, to kind of lead the. I get it now. I see. I see you. I see your plan. <laughs> All right, Dustin, <laughs> you look at the next question. Dustin. Oh, we got somebody in the chat. It's got a Carandris. That is actually a strong, oh, strong pick. Ooh, that is a strong pick. That is is Strachan Scorpion a faction though? Uh, best character from a green mm. faction, and Beal Tan. Uh, Phoenix Lords, are they actually Phoenix Lords are, are not craft worlds, so they could yeah. be yeah. their own a faction of one. That's right. Faction oh, of Karandras. Okay. <laughs> he might even have the keyword Karandras. He certainly deserves it. Uh, by the way, okay. I have Karandras like right here, actually. I don't know if like, someone's close. Man, that, that model is, is old enough to be my pappy. That, that is, is old. That is it old. Actually is. old. That is yeah. old. 
Tiamat. That's the fleet. That's how. That's how. That's the green fleet. That's how Cranger sneaks up on you. He makes his way. He's got his walking. He's got his cane. You don't hear him. He's just like shuffles, shuffles. Oh my goodness! The chat is on fire. Martarion. I can't. That was. Death Guard, yeah, another character from Azriel. Yeah, see, because Azriel's wearing green. That makes sense. Shush. He's a pleb. <laughs> <laughs> That's your freaking chapter, Master. What do you mean he's a pleb? It's not my chapter. A lot of, lot of votes for Materion <laughs> in the chat. Uh, Gaz. On, nobody, nobody said Gaz, Gaz. yet. I was going to say Gaz. Yeah, I was going to say Gaz. Yep. Oh, you were. Yeah. Was. Oh, and so. Mage of Spain. Mage of Spain's fired off with the bunch. Creed. <laughs> so, but obviously, yeah. what the best, the best character. Anybody? A Vulcan? I don't know. No, Vulcan, no, that's a good one. A Primark. No. Vulcan. I, I stand. So I say it. We're out of town. Uh, favorite uh, Irish food or drink? I guess from what is historically thought of as maybe from the country. I don't. I. I do not claim to be a, an expert on. Um, yeah, I. I don't want to get this wrong because uh, I'm gonna offend somebody if it's not Irish. <laughs> So bangers and mash is just like uh, there are there's Irish bangers and mash like you get in Irish pubs. I love Irish sausage, really good. Yep. Um, they do some damn good stew and Irish pie. I really like Irish pie as well. Shepherd's pie like, is actually what I was what, what I was going to mention. Oh yes, mm. but uh, pie. but I love it when it's it's like got it, it tastes earthy and you can you can really taste you know like the the long the, the root vegetables the and that the fact yeah. that they put like four pints of Guinness in the stew well, well and, and, and just maybe just not, <laughs> there we go that's what and I, also that's, not like favorite drink not it's a like food cow not beef like a you know you can taste like a, a different Wait, beef choice in, in the shepherd's yeah. box Guinness, Guinness is food is thick and is thick enough to be a food I think it transcends okay, it I transcends right, liquid transcends bread, liquid bread in a glass <laughs> bread, uh, bread in a glass <laughs> but delicious I can't have many of them but I I like them I've been to Ireland once. And I got to stay one night in Dublin and I was like, where am I going to go? And I was like expanding the map. I'm like, Guinness factory. <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> yeah. It, it was, it was cool. It was very cool. Very, very glad I did it. But, uh, uh, but I forgot you, about you know what I had when I was there? It. I mean, hamburger and french fries. That's what I had. <laughs> wow, well, you know, I'm a hamburger guy. Uh, nice. So, but you, yeah. you're, you're the guy that goes to a Chinese restaurant and orders hamburger, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> sorry. No, let's get it right. Chicken fingers. Chicken. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Wow. wow. Well, no, no, I do. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that kind of eater. I just happen to really <laughs> like hamburgers. <laughs> Anywhere, anytime I'm going somewhere new. But that's not answer the question. Uh, sorry, uh, Dustin, did you? Did you, did you have yeah, a pick? Guinness. Guinness, Guinness drink, okay. shepherd's pie, food. Yeah, like mm-hmm. hands down. I think that's strong. That's strong. Uh, we can move on to the next one. Uh, oh. What? Okay, this is what U2 song best <laughs> describes the Warhammer Forty Thousand universe. Ooh. Oh, oh, that's easy. That's easy. I'm, I'm waiting. Stuck in a moment you can't get out of. Uh, you could have so said bad. any combination of words, and I would have been like, it's okay, not I mean, it's YouTube it's it's, Yeah, yeah. You can look it on YouTube. It could be on YouTube. Uh, I guarantee it. There's like the the chorus, the second half of it's like, uh, don't don't say that later will be better. It's just like that's what that's 40k. <laughs> It's never going to get better in 40k. That that's a dark future, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I have two. Um, is it was it uh, is it Sunday Bloody Sunday or something? Um, which just feels like it just encapsulates how horrific the 41st millennium is. And the I other one, I believe that song's rooted in actual history. I, like, I, 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 I know about mm. some Irish. Un- yeah, yeah. Uh, 
horrible circumstances, um, which kind of like the 41st millennium is just a horrible circumstance. And the other one is two hearts beat as one for Astartes. Is that a, I, I don't know you two. I'm gonna, just going to say um, the one with the banjo. <laughs> there was one with the... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we've got In the Name of Love. That's pretty good. <laughs> Bono is disappointed right now. Uh, Richard, could you jump I hope, in? I hope Bono's second, not listening so to the show. See. I respect <laughs> what they do. You know Bono listens to the show. Come on, he's in the world. But... I'm just going to look up some U2 songs. You, songs, you, right, you don't know this on YouTube. Come on, YouTube is awesome. With with or without you, beautiful day. I still with haven't found what I'm looking for you. as a hobbyist. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, that's good. If this was like, oh, uh, what is what flocking Molly song uh, best describes the Warhammer 40k universe? I could. Who's gonna ride your wild horses? <laughs> that's 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 Adam's riders, uh, answer. Yeah, yeah. Wang. Where are my rough riders? There we go. There we're out of time. There we go. I just stalled enough on that one. We did. Um, <laughs> yeah. What Irish water. actors should be cast in a Warhammer 40,000 movie or series? Oh, that's easy, too. Uh, Liam Neeson. I was going to say Liam Neeson. Like, he, mm, absolutely. I mean, he's, got, he's got the stature for it. He's got the voice for it. He's got the chops for it. It'd be you know, awesome. Um, who played Littlefinger? He's Irish, yeah? I think. Uh, is he? Um, I'm gonna look it up. I don't think he is. Uh, Irish actors. So there's there's oh, a, so Cillian Murphy is Irish as well. Sick. Of course, Murphy. Yeah. So I don't I don't know who keeps taking stuff from Liam Neeson, but they should know to stop by now. I think yeah, they, they should, should. But, definitely. Um, yeah, Aiden Gillen, Gillian. Aiden Gillian. If you thought of a Eisenhorn, someone who to play who could play Eisenhorn, he'd be a great actor, I reckon. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm also gonna go. What what am I? Anytime you see this actor, you, know, you just it just it, Kind of makes a scene. Cole Meany. Yep. Uh, look up the actor. Uh, Which one's Cole you Meany? Will, you will absolutely. Uh, oh, I'm, think, watching, well, I'm, I'm watching Deep Space Nine right now. I should have known that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, O'Brien. Okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pierce, Pierce Brosnan is Irish. Is he? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. He's, he's on a list of Irish actors. So is he like Colin Farrell. Um, Brendan Gleeson. Brendan um, Gleeson would be good. He would be so good as like um, Logan Grimnar, like an old grizzly Astartes. Oh, Liam Cunningham. He's another good one. Um, he's uh, he's an older chap now, but uh, he's got. I like him a lot. I that's like all right. I mean, it's, look if you if you live to be an old guy in Warhammer Forty Thousand, you are obviously better. true. <laughs> like if, if he's if you still in Forty K, man, he is a boss. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cillian Murphy. Uh, you could play a bunch of stuff in the forty first millennium. This has been I interesting. Like, uh, yeah. This has been know. interesting. Fuego. So these obviously these questions were, were provided to us uh, by a listener and friend of the show. We really appreciate that. Uh, it be it suggests some topics uh, either in the chat or uh, on social media. Uh, we would certainly appreciate that uh, because you know. We like to see, see some of these by random. Yeah, it is it's a little bit funnier. funnier. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when we have no idea what's coming. Oh, it's your ancient Spain. Yeah, Liam Neeson and Colmini. Yeah, Colmini. I think those would be. Yeah, I would. Exactly. I just can I just throw money at the uh, at the screen? <laughs> at that idea. Yeah. Isn't Gerard Butler Irish? No, he's Scottish. That one I know. Scottish. He's Scottish. Yeah. Ever free? Miss most of the show. Well, the show will be replayed 
on all podcast aggregators and available on YouTube. You can go back and check the first half of it if you missed it, but we certainly appreciate you tuning in and saying something in chat. Uh, that is the end of our show, and this has been a great one. So we're seeing this meta develop. We're seeing solidly, like we should, when we do the faction breakdown, it should be gold factions and then Imperial Super Faction, <laughs> and then you know, we uh, break down it that way. It may, have, it may have to be separated out into its own data category unless it can be stopped. And I think over the next two weeks, we will see, can it be stopped? Would you guys be interested in me starting to track, um, at least for a, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, um, you know, the breakdown of you know how many are Farsight, how many are Bokan, how many are Tau Sept, how many are Shadow Keepers, how many Empress Children, sorry, Empress Chosen. <laughs> Look, we are um, hungry for data. We love the data. We love the data we have so far. Any other granularity would be great. Uh, but what, what I want to what I want to know is is these outliers for the winners, like some of these things, they really are approaching this in a novel concept of how do they beat that? We already, we, I think we can all figure out how to be it, you know, but it's how to beat it, you know, and, and well, that's, that's the juicy parts. Yeah. It, it, and it's, it's all well and good to know which one is going to be on top in your meta, which, which one of those top factions is going to be the 20% of your 50 player GT. And if you can pick it like, and you can build for it, you're going to do so much better than everybody else. Like so much better. Like we saw, we saw, we had two events this week. One of them had like almost 20% custos. One of them had almost 20% tower. And if you're able to pick which one that's going to be at your event and just build specific, whatever, whatever, whatever faction you play, if you can tailor uh, close enough and practice enough to make that a playable game, you're just going to get leaps and head, leaps and bounds above your peers. Maybe not above those factions whole, but above your peers, your the people you're competing against in the same kind of brackets. Mm-hmm. Look deep into those codexes. Uh, thanks a lot for the chat. Uh, and yeah, Nurgle Matthew makes a great point. Have a great weekend. Everybody have a mm-hmm. great uh, you know uh, evening if you're if you're celebrating at all. Uh, mm-hmm. We will be back next week. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Uh, tell your friends we do this. Uh, if someone is struggling in a tournament, let us know why. Why you think they're doing it. Maybe we can help. Uh, send us a so list. next week is Adepticon. Both Paul and I will be on the ground. I'll be playing um, that day. This this time next week, I'll be playing in the singles. Paul will be commentating. So it may be, maybe Dustin will be, will be just doing the Adepticon show next week. Carry um, on my back. Let's put the just, whole show just, on the just, back. We'll be, we'll be streaming the from the, like, hey, we're doing a little double duty. Like, we're rolling <laughs> yeah, dice, yeah. doing some other <laughs> talking hands. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'll just maybe I'll just get my like my last game will be against town. I'll just be like, yeah, whatever. Let's but if we, right, hey, if, we if we do, we're gonna try to do something for next week. But if we if we miss next week, know that it is uh, because we made best efforts uh, to to do something. We really appreciate everyone that tunes in either live or after the fact. It means so much to us, and we're glad that we can um, share this time together. Well said. But until then, we'll see y'all next week. Good Happy Paddy's Day. <laughs>